0: This is Disney master artist Kevin John. And when I'm in my studio, I love listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast.
1: And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor.
2: It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wisowski. Hello, humans! Seasons greetings, humans, and welcome to a very merry holiday episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. This is your jolly elf, Greg, and I'll be filling in for our regular host, Pat and Dave, who are out and about spreading some holiday cheer. Now, as we do with every episode, let's find out who will be helping guide the sleigh tonight. Our esteemed panel of diligently working elves include Jeff Williams.
3: Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters a homing signal, and that's not good. And Kyle Ostrander. I find your lack of cheer disturbing. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, you do.
2: Well, thank you for joining me tonight, gentlemen. I hope that you finish your holiday shopping. Yes? No?
0: Yeah. Halfway. Black maybe. Friday.
2: Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of sitting here, you know, we worked on the Christmas tree and enjoying the beautiful view and man, what a busy day. Uh wait, wait, hold on a second. There's um looks like there's something under the tree. I got to go see what that is cuz it looks like it's moving. Hold on, I'll be right back. Um yeah, just give me a minute. I'll be right there, guys. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, hold on. Hold Don't on. Don't shake it too hard. I got to bring this box. Yeah, I got to bring this box. Holy Man, this thing is heavy.
0: Lift with your back.
2: Yeah, I'm trying.
0: Just a second. Short, twisty, jerky motions.
2: Oh, man. What is in this thing? It's shaking like crazy. <laughs> Hold on. I got to open this. Hold on. Man, this better not be a puppy. It <laughs> could be anything in here. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. It's not a puppy. It's our newest member of the Mickey Dudes podcast, the original Super Looper, Joe Catrocci.
1: We are now approaching the Grand Canyon Concourse Station, and I'm sorry to be a disappointment to all of you guys out there. Uh, welcome to the <laughs> crew, Joe. It's great to have hey you. Hey, Joe. That that Woo. box is like somebody receiving coal for Christmas, so <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. Oh, come on. It's a
2: great surprise. Uh, man, how on earth were you able to breathe in there?
1: Well, just the fact that you said I was heavy uh, <laughs> well, makes me want to go to the gym right now, and it's 8.15 uh, at night.
0: So. You're on like two-hour marathons. I think you're okay. Uh, I thought it was a puppy. Come on,
1: you know? Oh, I do like oh, dogs. Oh, my so. gosh. What's up, well, You know what,
2: Joe? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Well,
1: I've been on your show before, but if uh, the listeners out there uh, don't uh, remember who I am, uh, my name is uh, Joe Catroci. Um, I'm being lent over from the resortloop.com podcast. I'm over there on the uh, DVC roundtable and uh, also the captain of the resortloop.com running team. i uh, been going to Disney for a long time. I've uh, been going since probably 1984 when I was about four years old. I was lucky to uh, have many, many vacations uh, down in the world with my immediate family and cousins. Recently uh, moved to sort of move to Florida and go back and forth. Uh, so a uh, quasi local, spent a lot of time in the parks. Especially this summer. I'm a DVC member, owner at Saratoga Springs, uh, my wife and I, since uh, last year or two years ago now. And uh, just happy to be here. Um, love running, love to play golf. So, love to play as much golf as I can down in Walt Disney World. Love to run the Run Disney races, as I am, you know, the captain of the, uh, co captain of the Rocketeers with uh, Emily Hansa Hicks. What's up, Emily, if you're listening? And, um, you know, just happy to be here, you guys. Just talk some Disney and have a good time. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much about it. Awesome. Well, thanks, Joe. It's good to have you with us. It's good to, uh, you know, thank you guys for uh, having me here. Fantastic.
2: All right, well, let's kick this episode off with a Mickey Dudes podcast poll. As king of Sugar Rush, I hereby officially decree that it's time for a Mickey Dudes podcast poll. Well, this time of year, you turn on the TV and it's lots and lots of holiday movies and specials. But it got me thinking. From the entire catalog of Disney holiday movies, what is your absolute favorite film? And can you give
3: me a reason why? So let's start off with Jeff. You got it. Jeff, what is your favorite holiday Disney movie? Oh, man, this has got a multi-layered approach to it. So my favorite is Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. So if you're not familiar with it, it was a direct-to-video, uh, kind of like a, a video with multiple little shorts uh, built in with a kind of a secret little... Uh, Christmas theme to it, but uh, it was 2004. A couple of reasons it's kind of um, historic for me, rather than just that our daughter was born in 2003, so we watched it all, many, many times together. Besides that, um, this was their uh, Disney's first attempt at making the core crew, which is Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, Goofy, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Scrooge McDuck. And I made them 3D animation. So oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Michael Eisner, you know, this was this was pre Pixar days. So Michael Eisner set forth and said, "Guys, we're going to do 3D. We're going to compete against this crazy Pixar company, and I want you to create all of our, you know, core characters in 3D." And this was their first foot forward in doing that. Um, Now, granted, I mean, it it definitely looks, you know, we we kind of take it for granted on 3D animation these days, but that was a big step going forward. Um, but what this begot was, they created basically these characters in 3D form, and then that mapped over to Mickey's PhilharMagic. If you're familiar with the the attraction in Walt Disney Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, so it, it kind of has a little sentimental uh, meaning to that. Plus, this was the very last one. If you're familiar with Scrooge McDuck, there Alan Young does the voice of Scrooge McDuck, um, and this was his last credited. Um, voiceover for Scrooge McDuck, so it's kind of like a double, double thing for me. So anyway, that's that's kind of like why we cherish this in our household. Awesome.
2: Well, Kyle, what's your favorite holiday movie?
0: Well, I don't know if this constitutes
3: a movie, but
0: it comes on Christmas every year on I guess Freeform now. Mm-hmm. Is Disney's Prep and Landing? Uh, yes. And, yes. Nice. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it's uh, basically Santa sends in his little special operations elves into the houses to do recon before he shows up and it's just funny all together oh yeah Whereas <clears throat> like it's only 30 minutes long but I consider it a holiday movie because only comes out once a year special times um, It had a sequel um, I can't think of the top of my head which is not as funny but it has Rob Riggle in it and Rob Riggle in anything is pretty good so yeah it's just good fun kind of got a little adult humor in there too but it's good for the whole family
2: and they've incorporated elements of that into the holiday show, yes? I'm unaware of that. Yes. Jingle bell, jingle bam, bam, jingle bam. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Joe, what is on the top of your list?
1: All right. So mine is uh, is Mickey's A Christmas Carol. Um, not really too original, not really too in depth uh, as you got your guys' explanation, but this is one of those movies that. Um, was always on in our house over time, You know, I was born in 1980, so uh, this movie came out in 83, so it was a pretty big deal. And it's just one of those all-time classics that was always on. I remember back in the day, we had the Disney Channel. That was like a premium channel to have at the time, and I remember I always wanted to watch, like, Mickey Mouse cartoons and all that stuff that was on, and, and this was always on over, over Christmas. And it has nothing to do with... You know, Alan Young or any of the people who do The Voices, you know, or anything like that. This just brings back memories of just being with my cousins, being with my family. Um, we were just always, like, just... The cousins that I had Christmas dinner with the ones I always went to Disney with. So it was Disney all the time during the holidays, and this was always a staple movie that was on. Scrooge McDuck, Mickey, Goofy, you know, Jiminy Crick. I mean, it's it's all it's just classic Disney and in a Christmas setting, and it's just... It's just the one that's always at the top of my list. This is something that even my wife and I still, once in a while, will throw on. I mean, so uh, we did get the, the 30th anniversary edition a few years back. So that's, you know, not too exciting, but that's no. also mine as well. So That's
3: a great movie. That's beautiful.
2: Well, it's a quintessential holiday story.
3: Okay, I just pulled this off the Internet. Yes. Breaking news? Oh, yeah, definitely. I just pulled this off the Internet. I had no idea that th- they did this, but this is pretty phenomenal. So they packaged uh, this uh mickey's christmas carol with the rescuers when it was released that was that would have been a pretty cool combo i mean yeah uh set at yep. a 26 minute short i mean that they don't do stuff like that anymore nope that's for sure
2: was that released on blu-ray or just dvd
1: i just have it on dvd
2: okay i didn't know if they mastered that to blu-ray or not
1: oh i don't think i even have any blu-rays at home <laughs> think about it <laughs> a little, yeah, a little I, bit t- i the technology
3: yeah, there's a it's it's packaged uh, in a, in a Blu-ray form, but uh, with a combo, um, yeah, mm. a bunch of shorts. Gotcha.
2: Some fantastic choices there, gentlemen. All right, well, let's get a little bit festive now. But before we get started, let's recap the terms and conditions of our show topic. I asked each and every one of you to come up with a list of your very own. Disney holiday items. So this wish list can be anything you want. It can be an item. It could be an experience. Anything you desire. I'd ask you guys to think outside the box. So I hope you've done that. And also keep in mind that these items, these experiences, these wishes can be for yourself and can be for others. It is entirely up to you. So what we're going to do is we'll do a couple of rounds and then we'll wrap up with your ultimate wishlist item. So, if you're ready, let's get started. So tonight, we're going to lead off with our newest Mickey Dude member, Joe. Can you give us uh, one of your wish
1: list items, please? I'm going to be a little bit selfish with this one. One of my wishlist items is something that I've wanted. I'm going to get this for myself and not for anybody else. Um, I wanted a new um, Mickey Mouse golf bag. Um, the amount oh, of golf sweet. I play down, the amount of golf I play down in Walt Disney World. I'm always in the pro shops. And, um, my, my current bag is about six or seven years old. So I'm probably due for a new one soon. And, uh, it's been tempting to uh, purchase it. You know, there are a couple hundred bucks, you know, these golf bags are Titleist golf bags. And it's been something I've been looking at all summer. And, uh, so if that was on my wish list. I know this is definitely one that you guys don't have would be the golf bags, but I would go for the Titleist Mickey Mouse golf bag. Very nice. Have you been a good boy though? <laughs> I don't. Know, I think I'm being. I'm being punished. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> much is true. Nah, you, you'll get used to it. <laughs> I hope so. Yes, you will. Thick skin <laughs> comes
2: quickly. You know, All right, Kyle. Let's hear one of yours.
0: All right. I decided to use my first wish on my children. Aw. Um. I'm going to get them tickets to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Yes, it's not Christmas, but it's a holiday, so I count that. Um. Yes. My wife and I went down in October. We debated about going to Mickey's Not So Scary, but we couldn't justify, you know, just us going in without our kids. And we know that our children would really love to go in there. So we're hoping that in the near future that we'll be able to take them into Mickey's Not So Scary and get all the good candy that I can steal from them later.
2: Now I like the way you think. Very nice. All right, Jeff. Let's wrap up this first round. What is on your list?
3: Okay. I like the way Joe thinks. I'm thinking selfish as well. And you know, maybe this isn't so selfish. Maybe somebody can be with me. It's up to them if they want to ride with me. It's up you know, it's it's up in the air at this point. If they have fast passes, then fine. No, I'm just kidding. Um basically <laughs> I want <laughs> I'm always on the looking out for those special Disney experiences that, that just are random and, and you really have no choice on. And if I'm if I'm doing a wish then i want to be evac'd i want to be evac'd off of an awesome ride like pirates of the caribbean i'm just going to throw pirates in, out there it could be haunted mansion that's fine i would i would take that too but those are those are kind of special uh moments I've, we've been evac'd from uh numerous rides i think the most coolest one we we've been evac'd on was uh, off of uh, was expedition everest but that being said those are kind of like those random moments you don't you can't pay for it you can't expect it but when it happens it's just it's just one of those life life uh once upon a time moments
2: i want to hear more about that expedition everest evac what happened there were you guys on a hill were you on tell me about
3: it oh my gosh yeah so you know you know the lift hill when you're standing and and you're looking you're, you're watching if you're watching your family and you see the, the lift hill go by right yeah it literally was stopped right there on the lift hill wow and so <laughs> my daughter actually got sick because you're almost you you don't realize how reclined you are until you have to try to get out of that position. But we were stuck in that position for quite some time, probably about 20 minutes and they finally come up there and kind of unharness us out. And we got to, you, you get uh, I mean, there's all these safety measures. Uh, of course, they're saying, no pictures, no pictures, no pictures, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they bundle you together. And I couldn't believe, maybe because it's a roller coaster, but we literally walked almost the whole path of the roller coaster to get out of there. It literally felt like I was coming out of the Everest, you know, uh, off of Mount Everest itself. But um, anyway, it is pretty exciting. I, You know, I did do Splash Mountain. I forgot about that one. That was pretty dang cool also. Um Walked right by, uh, you know, Brer Rabbit uh, kicking his feet back. i might have tweeted about that before. Um, wow. That was that was pretty slick too. But anyway, those are the kind of like those things that you don't have any say in. But when they do happen, they're pretty phenomenal.
2: That is awesome. Have any of you other guys been evac off of a ride?
3: I've never been evac, but.
0: One year, uh, the lights did come on in Space Mountain. Nice, nice. And then turn back off and continue the ride. Wow! And if the lights ever come back, on, come on in Space Mountain, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a mangled mess. It is a mangled mess. <laughs> scary stuff. You're yeah. right
1: for sure. Wow. The, only thing, the only thing I've seen, uh, I've been uh, exited from is Carousel of Progress, which that's not super exciting. <laughs> and uh, funny thing, it must it must run in my family because uh, my mom and dad are actually down in Walt Disney World now. And uh, they were just evac'd off Carousel Progress today. So it must uh, run in, in my family where uh, <laughs> right. we all ride Carousel Progress and we don't finish it. Or we'll go crazy. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. That's
2: pretty cool. All right. Well, let's hit into round two. So we're going to start off this second round
1: with Joe. Joe, what's the second item on your wish list? So I'm going to be unselfish uh, this time. And this is actually an experience that um, I've already done with my wife. And I cannot recommend it uh, enough is uh, I'm going to do the Grand Floridian private dining. Mm. And uh, what this is, is um, there are two locations in the Grand Floridian. It's booked through their, actually like their room service department, believe it or not. And um, it's done through essentially um, either the, the third level of the main building is one of the locations overlooking the pool and a lot of the courtyard buildings. And uh, the food comes from Citrico's, the chef at Citrico's. And essentially, you're the only one that evening that is going to be partaking in this experience. It comes with a private butler. And the the balcony is closed off to everyone else. uh, So nobody's allowed out there while you're having dinner. And they set up a nice table for two. It encompasses like four or five different courses. Uh, They bring you out an appetizer, a soup, a salad an entree and a dessert and uh, they print you up uh, customized menus and um, a few days before the experience, um, they will call you and ask you this is, you know, because I guess they choose food that's in season and they're going to tell you these are your options for this evening and they always ask if there's allergies or anything like that and, um, you know, they'll, they'll give you these options and you'll say, okay, this is what we want and then, you know, if you change your mind at night, you will have at least the options that you chose when you sit down for dinner. And um, the way it works is um, once that's all settled with your, your food choices, you arrive at the Grand Floridian, you meet your butler down by the grand piano, and he will escort you through the uh, the center elevators up to the third floor, up to your uh, balcony. He hands you your, your customized menus with your name, and, and if there's a special occasion, they will put that on there. And uh, you essentially have a two-hour amazing experience. And they will time it correctly. They will tell you when fireworks for... Wishes will be going off, and actually, even when Illuminations goes off, believe it or not, you can actually see Illuminations from this balcony. It's in the distance, and you're overlooking the Polynesian and and the uh, TTC in the distance, but you can see both, and they will time your dinner uh, to both of these uh, fireworks shows. And um, It's an amazing experience. It's an expensive experience, but for a special occasion, I did it for my one-year wedding anniversary. It was amazing. We took a ton of pictures. Our butler was outstanding. Citricos became our new favorite restaurant because of the food we got from there. And I just, I can't say enough about it. So that would be something, my wife, she loved it and I would get for her for Christmas. So I'll take my golf bag and I'll get her the private dining dinner uh, <laughs> at the Grand Florian. So um, that's what I would do. It's an amazing experience. And if any of you guys are listening out there looking for something special to do for your spouse or partner, if you're willing to spend the money, this is definitely and a unique uh, and awesome experience.
2: I have never heard of that. And Joe? Yeah, that's amazing. I will accept your invitation. Yes. <laughs> I will accept your rose. Yeah, so if your wife says no, you can call on me, buddy. Hey, Mickey, right. Mickey, dudes meet up on the balcony. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Now, Joe, you ain't got to answer if you don't want to, but does it cost as much or as the private dining at Victoria and Albert's?
1: Okay, so um, I've only eaten at Victoria and Albert's once. Okay. Full disclosure, this was back in 1991. I was 11 years old, and we were on what was that? What was then the Grand Plan? Okay, which was everything was included. It was a very good time for my family. We no longer could afford that at this time. I have no idea what the what V and A's cost then. I have no idea what it costs now. I will t- I will say what this costs. It's around um. It's around five, both with tip and gratuity and all the service charges, it's about 500. dollars You're looking at. This was something I saved for about a year. For I put a little yeah. bit of money away every day, so the sticker shock wasn't uh, right. wasn't too crazy. But um, I don't know what VNA's cost. I haven't even looked it up. It's not something that's been on my radar. But this this was about five hundred dollars. Yes. So,
0: um, I think VNA with the the wine is like $250, two fifty, two sixty. So about per person. So,
1: yeah, comparable. Yeah. Wow. And the food is just as good. And to have that private experience was just absolutely. You really felt like a VIP. I mean, you're paying for it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you're 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 paying for it. But it, it was just, it was really amazing. And Tables of wonderlands is not accepted. <laughs> now wait a minute.
3: You've got me sold because B&A has a, a dress um, code, right? So you didn't have a dress code on that balcony, correct? No. Oh, geez. so I mean, th-
1: yeah. <laughs> so I mean, know. I essentially I, I wore a nice pair of, of shorts and a polo shirt uh, and flip flops. And I mean, you mean you don't? You're not gonna go out there with a t-shirt and or a tank top. But <laughs> uh, we were out there. I was in a. I was in a. A polo shirt, uh, nice you know shorts and flip flops, and we just had dinner and enjoyed. So bam, wow, there you go. It sounds like it's
0: worth every penny. If I had a private butler, his name would be Alfred. I don't care what his name is; we
1: call him Alfred all night long. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna rename him. Yeah. And the be- and the best part was is that he would have to escort you to the restroom because I guess the floor that you would get off on it's like I guess it's concierge or club level. I'm not too sure about the Grand Floridian because I've never stayed in the main building, but he would have to. Um, Swipe you in and out on the elevator to go down to use the restroom. So he actually will escort you to the bathroom. (laughs) Sweet. Wow. Impressive.
2: Very nice stuff, gentlemen. All right. So let's go on to the ultimate round and kick this baby up a notch. So this can be that elusive seasonal ADR you're trying to get, that finishing piece for your collection. It could be anything, but it's got to be ultimate. So Let's mix up the order a bit for this round and start off with Kyle. Kyle, please share with us your ultimate, ultimate wish ultimate. list item.
0: All right, guys, this is a uh, kind of corny, but I want to get all the Mickey dudes down to the world and do a monorail bar crawl. Nice. Aww. Aww. yes. Not that, not that private private dining crap they got going on right now, but you know, every start, we're gonna start at the Polynesian, hit uh, Trader Sam's, and then go on to the Wave. And then, I, no, I don't do the order. I screwed the order up pretty bad, but we're going to hit all the bars, and we're going to end up at the at the uh, Top of the World Lounge. Oh, sweet. And watch Wishes. Nice. And continue to uh, enjoy the bar crawl. And we might go.
1: You even going to invite the new guy? Joe, you're always welcome.
0: <laughs> and then after that, we're going to have a private dining experience uh, at the Grand Floridian. Wow.
2: That is ultimate. Well, it's your wish, and we can go in. Any order that you say we go in, so fantastic. I'm up for that. All right, let's check in with Jeff. Jeff, what is your ultimate wish list
3: item? Okay, so this th- there's a little something called uh, Pandora, the World of Avatar, coming coming soon to Animal Kingdom. Um, we've heard all the Haven't quips. heard of that yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you look it up. I think it's based on a movie of some sort, but, you know, it might be a straight-to-video release. I'm yeah, not sure. or an independent film. Yeah, I'm yeah. that. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Cameron, I think, does did the movie. Jimmy, yes, I know never Jim. heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> he lives down the street. Uh. <laughs> is it Jimmy or Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy.
1: <laughs> He's on the other podcast, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Jimmy. Right.
3: Well, so th- it's they came out in the news and said, okay, they finally called their shot and said, summer of next year, it is opening. Now, what that means, I have no idea. I've been burned by this many times from Universal and Disney, so what I want, and this is like my crazy tip, I want to be the first people in Pandora, the world of Avatar, but I want to have exclusive access with a Joe Rody, the famous Imagineer wow. tour guide, so it just kind of like, I like the idea, eventually when we, when we see it, obviously it's going to be swarmed with 10,000 people, Uh, It'd be nice to have it not kind of all to yourself just to kind of take it all in just just one time. I was fortunate enough to win a social media meetup uh, from Universal. Me and my daughter went for Diagon Alley. So we got to see Diagon Alley basically after it was closed. Got a private tour uh, of the creators and got to go behind the scenes. Got to ride the ride pretty exclusively by ourselves. Uh, It was just a special, amazing experience. And, you know, almost kind of priceless at that point because just the level of detail and having the place to yourself is just so amazing. And that probably goes with anything Disney, if you could ever have, have it to yourself. But something this new, I would love to be kind of the first in, check it all out and maybe uh, enjoy it before maybe it all starts breaking down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am totally blown away by that. That would be that would be ultimate. No, that's beyond ultimate. Man, that is incredible. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Hey, wow. what the heck? I'll bring all the Mickey Dudes too. Yeah, let's let's you know <laughs> go
2: big or go home, right?
0: Yeah, I'm like I want to go drink some beers with my friends. He's like I want to do all this and this and this.
2: <laughs> Man, too much detail. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I just want beers. You guys have set the bar incredibly high for our newest Mickey Dude. So. Joe, you got to come up with something just as big, if not bigger.
1: What do okay, you got? Right. so there's no budget with this, right? This is the ultimate wish. It doesn't it matter what it costs, right? Five dollars. It is totally open-ended. Okay, <laughs> so it's not a snack roll. <laughs> yeah. <you> know, yeah. <laughs> now, because this is gonna be a lot of money, and I don't know if this includes tax or not. So, Dave, you know, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be over the budget or not. But <laughs> yeah, you know, right. what, what I'm looking to do is bring in all the Mickey dudes. I'm bringing all my peeps from Resort Loop. You know. Mike Roman from BR Gas, it's my boy over there, and I'm rocking the 52 Feet of Fun, which is called The Grand One, and I'm taking that out all day, nice. Yes, around Seven Seas Lagoon, and it doesn't matter, we're going to have food, booze, watch Wishes, and we're just going to have that thing out there all day, having a blast, Grand One, all day. Just there's wow. no budget. We're just we're just going to have, have a blast, and we are just going to cruise and buzz the bungalows, and we're going to just be like having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually, I'm going to park the Grand One in front of the bungalows just to block their view. And Blow the horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and blow the yeah. horn. Oh, that's awesome. But, but that that's what I'm looking to do is uh, rent the Grand One at the Grand Floridian. I guess I have a little bit of a um, a pattern tonight with all of my things going out of the Grand Floridian tonight. But yeah. um, that's what I'm going to do is bring. Mickey dudes, the Resort Loop peeps, a little uh, be our guest podcast peeps out there and have a blast and uh, on the Grand One. So I don't know if that's uh, you know we don't have the park to ourselves with Joe Roddy and uh, you know, but uh, (laughs) I think I think that'd be a pretty good time. So oh,
3: all right, so cool. Agreed. I want to be able to be on the top deck and play uh, Rodden Dangerfield from Caddyshack, you know, and come (laughs) blasting (laughs) in. Hey, you scratched my dinghy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, hey, we're all going to get beep. So <laughs> <laughs> That one, too. I can do that one. Because <laughs> you, you know that all of us over at the DVC Roundtable, we're a bunch of drunks, too. So it's going to be a good time. So. Hey, nice hands to come with a bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man.
2: They're all very, very awesome, and I cannot wait to partake in them. Because, hey, we're going to make it happen, Right. Right. Well, gentlemen, you certainly have given us some great wishes to think about, and you know what? I hope each and every one of them get granted. Thank you for sharing those with us. That's amazing. Well, it looks like we're almost out of time, but before we put a bow on this holiday episode, let's tell our listeners where they can find us on
1: social media. Joe, where can they find you? Well, first of all, I'm also over at the Resort Loop podcast with the DVC Roundtable, so make sure you come and listen to us over there. I'm um, also captain of the Resort Loop running team, so you can email us over there, myself and Emily at runningteam at resortloop.com. And I'm also on Twitter at Joe Quatt, and also on Facebook, Joe Quattrochi. Fantastic. All right, Kyle, where can we find you?
0: On the Twitter machine, um, at Turkey at one On Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Again, don't be offended by what I post on there. (laughs)
2: We are not. I'm already offended. And Jeff,
3: (laughs) where can we find you? Uh, I'm at at Braindead92 on Twitter and just Braindew on Instagram. Uh, I'm currently creating a new website called You Scratched My Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) That that fits perfectly with this episode.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Geneavis. And on Facebook, you can look me up under Greg Nevis. Hey, don't forget to check out our website at TheMickeyDudes.com for some great blog content written by our very own Mickey Dudes. And feel free to email us at TheMickeyDudes at gmail.com and check us out on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, and on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Well, gentlemen, this is going to bring this episode of The Mickey Dudes Podcast to a close. I want to thank you all for joining me and happy holidays.
0: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy
2: Halloween. And that too. There are so many great podcasts out there and we're glad that you chose us to listen to. And if you like what you hear, please head on over to iTunes and rate and review us. And whether this is your first time listening to us or you've been with us for a while, we appreciate your support. And on behalf of the rest of the crew, I'd like to wish each and every one of you a happy and healthy holiday season. Hey, gentlemen, do you have any kind of shout-outs you want to do for the holiday? Joe, any people you want to give a holiday greeting to?
1: Uh, just everybody out there that I've interacted with in the Disney community over Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And through, you know, this show I've been on a few times and also Resort Loop, just getting to meet all these you know new Disney fans that are crazy about Disney World like like, like I am, it's been an awesome ride, and just wish, wish everybody who I've interacted with in the Disney community a very uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a great Happy New Year.
2: It's great again to have you with us. We look forward to many, many, many episodes with you. Kyle, is there anything that you'd like to put out there?
0: Yeah, since uh, Joe's a new guy, he's now the filter for the hate mail, so it's an everything to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I want to happy holidays and Merry Christmas and wherever y'all celebrate to our fine military personnel and first responders, especially those working on the holidays.
2: Excellent. Great. Excellent. Jeff, what would you like to say?
3: Well, to all the Twitter followers out there, you know who you are. Just, um, have a happy holiday and safe holiday. And, um, I'm still working on these guys on making it out to the D23 Expo next summer. I'll be there. I know Dave will be there at least. So look us up. We'll maybe we'll have a, a creator sam's uh, meetup or something so look forward to that
2: excellent all right guys i'm going to wrap this up so remember no matter what you celebrate celebrate it with friendship joy and celebrate with love have a good night You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank
3: you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon. Should we put Joe back in the box?
2: Yeah, let's put Joe back in the box. I'll poke some more holes and throw some food in there. (laughs) And some chuck pads as well. (laughs) Just in case we have any accidents.